Listen up. It's TLDL. Welcome back, everyone. The TLDL, we're back once again. Too long, didn't listen. I am still Chloe. And I am still Alex. Perfect. For now. Who knows? Who knows what the future will bring. Who knows? Well, well, well. I haven't even seen Alex or talked to him in like a week. So today she was like, we're going over the episode. And then also uh, she was updating me on everything. And then we're going over the episode. Uh, And then she's taking care of Ezra. And that's what I mean by the Chloe Storm is at full force. I just feel like I wanted to (laughs) complain, but I'm excited. I love today's topic, which praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We're talking about our church experience and religion and just all of that. All the weirdness. We're going to call it take me to church because why not? And it's going to be, listen, I was a K through 12 Catholic school girl. So I feel like this is a perfect episode for me to just be snarky and grumpy and get it out of my system. And I was an evangelical Christian closeted gay man (laughs) um, in the Latino world, which is fucking crazy. And not in the Latino gay community is not uncommon. And I was... (laughs) Doing the outline for the oh, episode. Oh, to be like was, Christian, to like, yes. still, oh yeah, I feel and like to be very religious. Christian, yeah, yeah very and, much so. And with the Latino side of it, like I'm sure I was unburying a lot of old memories and was like, oh shit. And I posted a video of like a live exorcism that uh, <laughs> I didn't TikTok. even notice it. I didn't notice anything you posted this week because I have had zero time I know, to do I know. anything. And one person was actually the son of the pastor that i had that was married to his cousin and this dude is married to his cousin too (laughs) so it's gonna be weird especially if you watch this so love you homie nothing against you but that is fucking weird that's anyways you know so you know a pastor who's married to their cousin their first cousin and then their and then then his kid was the um leader of the worship group that i would use to play music in and he was married to his first cousin. He ended up dating and then marrying his first cousin. Which there's a lot of people out there, homie. And then, and then, and then, and then he got an exorcism. No, no, no. And then he oh, saw the video on my story of a live exorcism oh. and, I, and explaining about today's episode. Anyways, wow. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that makes me feel better already. See, yes. if there's anything in this planet on this planet that makes me feel better, it is talking about church believers. It just lightens my day to really well, dive in. So it makes me excited for our, even more excited for our topic today. First cousins getting married in the Holy Church of God. Yes. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm so riled up from my personal life right now. I just full of rage, resentment. Not, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So fuck, fuck the Catholic Church and that's and and the evangelicals too. Totally. We want to be inclusive here. Yeah. Fuck them all. <laughs> there's a few I, religions that are better than others, but we're not covering those because we grew up really? Christian. Oh, I totally think like Judaism, I think Buddhism, those are like some of the bigger ones. But I think yeah. there's some nice like organized religions that are doing a lot better than Christianity. Are you saying you only like Jews because you got a really high paying Jewish client? 
No. Oh, okay. I like Jews <laughs> because they believe in fucking human rights. Do they? More than we, yeah. They're oh. like the one religion that's like pro-abortion. Like, yes, really? let's give women's rights. Not all. So there's like I was gonna say, different parts of Judaism. You probably don't watch Ben Shapiro and get annoyed by him like I do. Oh, I don't even, I don't, I blocked him. Goodbye. Okay, goodbye. But no, <laughs> good, I just, good. I want to be clear better. and we're going to do still our little intro, intro and talk about us for a bit. But um, we're talking about Christianity because that is our experience. Um, and I feel like it's probably the most relatable of the yes. churches to laugh at. Uh, but yeah. So um, anyway, how was your week? I haven't, I literally have not spoken to you this whole fucking week. We little text back and forth. <gasps> Barely, not enough. <laughs> Never enough. <laughs> <laughs> Though we did have a weird when I said like a dog or something, what? and you were like, "That is a crazy comment or what? something." <laughs> you said something about sniffing armpits, and I was like, "Like a dog." Alex. Okay, never mind. I don't even know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, never I'm mind. So we sorry. talked really like qu- quickly. Yeah, why does he mind. always have to bring up armpits? Do you understand now why the last fucking episode I had, or whenever I revealed his deep secret? Because you have such a crazy visceral reaction to it. Anyways. Armpits aside, oh, I, I was please, in. Please, all aside. I was. Oh my god, that's right. You texted me. Yeah, you texted yeah, yeah, me yeah, yeah. that you were sniffing Stop your lover's it. armpits no. like a dog. Oh. You said it. You brought yeah. this up. Okay. this is on you. All right. Yep. Sorry. I had to bring context. We're screaming. <laughs> I don't care that I'm screaming. We're screaming in Ilya's ears. Well, um, you know what he said. I was this. in the metaverse again, so okay. I've been exploring <laughs> this metaverse stuff, and um, Chloe thinks it's crazy. I think it's so freaking fascinating. I have a possible um, speaking engagement in the metaverse. Um, ironically Which means enough, in his bedroom. <laughs> it's not in my bedroom. It's in my living room. And it's You're combined kitchen, crazy. living room, dining room It's a room digital area. experience. It's going to be crazy. For anyone that's actually interested in seeing what this even looks like, you can personally message me at it's Alex D'Souza on Instagram. But I it's going to be crazy. I love the personal plug. And again, follow him massive content he just pushes it out it's just okay it's better than yours it's just you looking hot and I know. face tuned and all of no, you're I not face tuned i know i know i know never face tuned no. i don't even put a preset or a filter on my photos i take that photo and i upload i don't fucking touch my photos okay, sir okay i'm so follow me at good luck finding it's just that. a lot of um it's just my name so spelled out how was your week chloe okay Obviously horrible, but... Was um, it horrible? Or is it just a whirlwind? It was horrible. Like, Ben is not the worst of all men, like, when they get sick. Some... I feel like some men, when they get sick, it's like taking care of like a two year old who's being stabbed, but he's not the worst. Like he's pretty self-sufficient. Like I, of course, you know, supported him through his illness, but I had shit to do. It just was hard because... I also like had to parent and do all my stuff. And then after the wedding weekend, it just, my week has been trending in a way where people are annoying and not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I had a lot of follow up Mm -hmm. and I felt like I've had to be very responsible and professional this week. And I've had like no breaks. I got annoyances this week, but you go first because yours was funny. I just talked about my show. I know, but, uh... You go okay. first. I, I'm, I am literally just brimming with annoyances right now. So please take your time. I've got plenty. I oh, didn't write down my annoyance, so I don't remember. Off, oh, oh, fast fashion. Okay. <gasps> I hate fast fashion. Okay. Okay. High five. Okay. Me too. Okay. Uh, 
Are we going to keep it. some of that? We're just going to it. Okay. Alex My just spent five minutes staring into space going, annoyances. I, annoyances. Do I Because have I wasn't wearing my shoes. I didn't put my shoes on. Yo, okay. Oh, okay. God. He forgot his shoes, so his no. brain didn't turn on today. No, that's not it. Okay. <laughs> My annoyance, y'all, is this is so... Because I never had direct experience with this because I buy pants, I'll buy a shirt, whatever. I started buying shoes, and I hike a lot. Okay? Mm-hmm. And... I go to Ross and I look at this really cool pair of hiking boots. They did look really cool. They look durable. Mm-hmm. This shit is so annoying because within, I hike a lot. I walk around a lot. I use my shoes a lot. First of all, they didn't breathe very well. Um, They're ripping apart. They're falling apart already. I told you. Second they month. And I you said, said it's fast fashion at first. And I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And I've seen documentaries on it. But this is my real firsthand experience. Fast fashion is fucked up because they, they, it came from China. Mm-hmm. So it got shipped all the way here for it to be used for a month for mm-hmm. it, until it starts. Fun. I've super glued my shoe together four times already. And the, uh, Yeah, I <laughs> That's know fucking it. fucking crazy. I know. It's really, I like love this topic and it's really hard to be perfect like to buy Mm -hmm. all sustainable clothing it's just it's not affordable for any normal person but um yeah fast fashion's crazy and we should we'll kind of do a deep dive into it later but it is my annoyance it's one of my annoyances too um because it's they're exploiting like labor but they're also using child labor they're intentionally making clothing that does only get used for a couple months or just the style goes away so quickly Mm -hmm. that you wear it once and then you throw it away and then we're filling our landfills and this is the company's responsibility there is some the onus is on us i guess to not purchase as much fast fashion and to not just buy clothes because they're trendy but people who go to ross and buy a sweater and wear that sweater for 10 years because that's what they can afford and they make it work i'm not talking to you i'm not saying like oh my god you can't buy from forever 21 or whatever it is but if you are just like buying loads of clothing and doing like those fashion hauls and clothing hauls Mm -mm. on youtube and stuff stop it is unethical and you are super promoting the and corporation in these companies i saw a documentary they'll like in taiwan and china and stuff the sweatshops they have this huge factory and then they're like oh we'll give you um a discounted living situation if you want to live at the factory and work here oh yeah so they end yeah, up um, and they yes. charge like 40 the equivalent of 40 dollars. they get like paid like 200 dollars a month the equivalent of like 40 dollars for toilet paper mm-hmm. this for soap that mm-hmm. for this and then they end up being a slave there i think that's a wonderful annoyance because same yes fast fashion screw fast fashion anyways fuck fast fashion and what's yours my annoyance this week today in this hour at this moment is people who don't take accountability personally or professionally Mm -hmm. this has come up as a major theme of all of my annoyances this week is due to people not taking accountability um as simple as that. Like there's so many other elements to it, but I really dislike when people make a mistake or do things even intentionally and don't mm-hmm. take accountability for their actions. It's very common. It's so common. In workplace stuff, in family stuff, maybe in just in my life, but no. it seems like it's very common in the world. And I hate to call, like, I feel like, you know, when you hear, I think I've actually said this on the podcast before, cause it always comes up. You know, when you hear people who are like, 
oh, I hate drama. And you just know immediately they're the drama. Like anyone who says they don't like drama or the word drama even leaves their mouth. Mm-hmm. They're the drama. You are dramatic. Red flag. Literally no one says that. Like no normal person says that. You and, need, stop it. Yes. And when someone talks about a situation and that like a fr- like a falling out between friends or something or a being fired at a workplace or leaving a workplace and they take zero accountability it's for what happened. It's always the same kind exactly. That's what Red I was getting to. Flag. It's always the same kind of people. So I hate to say like with my annoyances like I hate people who don't take accountability because I feel like usually the things you complain about most are maybe internally what you struggle for with sure. most. But in this case, I really don't. I think this is something I actually excel at is taking accountability. And it is hmm. so frustrating. I really do. Mm-hmm. As oh, Shut up. As a business owner, anything that goes wrong. It's your fault. Of course. Well, it's not your fault, but it's your it fault. Is. Yes, Anything yes. like with friendships or things happen, I'm just like, what can I do to make it better next time? What what happened? Let's break it down. Like, what can I do better? This is what I did. This is where I fell short. I should have done this, should have done that. And I'm sorry. And it's yes. always followed by like an apology and like an action mm-hmm. to change. Yes. Um, I do notice you do do that. Thank you for rolling your eyes. Whatever. No. Oh my God. I was just, <laughs> I was totally joking. Um, but for sure you did that at the wedding when I worked for you, you were like, I forget what happened. You were like, okay, that's unfortunate. Oh yeah. It was like the serving, the food serving thing. You were like, yeah, we just don't have it. I'm so sorry guys. We're just going to have to move forward from this. Like you addressed it, took accountability, moved on so quickly. It wasn't even like, there was not even any time. It doesn't need to be a thing. If people just like understand that we are all responsible for different things sometimes. And we all make mistakes or Mm -hmm. we all step out of line or fail miserably this last wedding. Oh my gosh. One of the vendors, but I just really don't appreciate people who don't take accountability and Mm -mm. the fingers are pointing everywhere in every (sighs) direction. That is so fucking annoying. It's really annoying. So that's my big gripe this week. We're going back to our gripes and annoyances because it was an annoying week. So that's mine. I just feel like people should be open to feedback Mm -hmm. and be able to look within themselves, understand what others are saying and reflect. Even if it's hard to do, take some ownership and things will always be better and you'll always be more respected if you can take a little ownership and, and respect yourself yeah and because you you're really not yourself. like yes. if you're not taking accountability you're just like blaming everyone else and you wonder why you always have the same complaints yeah. oh yes why are the same issues happening again and again i just like mm. yes so that's what i'm annoyed by this week and i've seen people professionally and personally just really screw the pooch and take no That's, accountability. That is the weirdest fucking expression I've ever heard. You haven't heard that? That sounds like bestiality. <laughs> screw the pooch. Washington is known for bestiality. Oh. Like Washington State. There was this guy. You come off, that does spiritually come off of oh, you. Shut the fuck I'm just up. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Not I'm that not you're a bestiality person. And I fuck animals. No, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean you're a bestiality person. Never mind. Anyways. <laughs> a bestiality person. No, wait. I have to tell you. Okay. One time yeah. in like 2010, mm-hmm. um, oh, a guy let a, a horse fuck him and he had numbclaw and he died. That is fucking horrifying. That's He terrifying. let the pooch screw him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, ah. speaking of sinning morbidly, we're talking about church, religion, church culture, weird experiences we had in this mm-hmm. world. Take and- me to church. 
Oh man, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's our episode name. If you didn't see it before, <laughs> <laughs> but I just, and before we even start this whole thing, look, this is not a dig at Christianity at, well, mm. oh, okay. Well, it's not a dig at Christianity as a whole, like the Bible. We're not criticizing people. It's, I'm okay on my side. I'm criticizing (laughs) the weird experiences that I've had in the church and the weird interpretations people have of the church because the Bible just sits there. You know, that's the reality of it. You can take it, read it as cool literature or interpret it and start a weird fucking empire with a bunch of people believing weird stuff. Okay. And you heard Amen. other people. So, <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, so for me, my disclaimer is like, I'm not attacking. I think it's amazing. I think church is great for people to have community, to have stability in their lives. Some people get financial um, help from their church and they have help and resources that come from it. So I think it's all great. I'm talking about the weird, look, it's a public information public platforms these people speak on youtube and stuff tiktok videos i have the fucking weirdest tiktok videos we're gonna watch today and it i can say it's fucking weird i lived through it i can say what i'm seeing and what i went through was weird i have absolutely no disclaimer everything i say today is from my fucking chest (laughs) same but yes what was your experience like in church because i know you went to you said cradle catholic what does that mean just catholic since i was born so i wasn't like a convert catholic oh okay did you ever believe it Sure. Yeah, I like would read the Bible, the like children's Bible and stuff. I thought the stories were nice. I thought that the way people treated each other allegedly in the Bible and Jesus's teachings were really nice. And I was in a Catholic school, K through 12. Mm -hmm. So I was in a private small school. I only graduated with 10 people from my eighth grade class. Damn. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah. I had like 20 people most years, but in eighth grade, the high school I ended up going to opened a middle school. So we lost like half our class and they went there and then I stayed at mine. And then I went to a Catholic high school and I applied to and got into a Catholic college, which I ended up not going to because my ex-boyfriend went there and I thought it was a weird look. So I went to <laughs> a wazoo and dropped out. Um, but it was fine. It was fine, right? Like, my experience was fine. I didn't grow up in the 60s, 70s where they were, like, beating you with rulers. But there there was some weird shit, which... But it's mostly, I guess, for me, comical. Now, I am... I believe in so many things that the church doesn't believe in. But Mm -hmm. outwardly, the church doesn't have a problem with me. There's nothing about me that they have a problem with. Like, I'm not gay, basically. So Mm -hmm. they like me. So I didn't have this traumatic experience. However, from a very young age, I was speaking loud and proudly about, like, we love the gays. And I got sent to the principal's office in first grade. Like, it was, that was my experience. I always just said what I felt and followed the little rules and... You know, I got through it and I have some really funny stories coming out of it. And no, I do not practice now and I have no interest in practicing now. But it uh, to me, it's all light. It's all fun. Do you consider yourself like a spiritual person nowadays or no, 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 No. not really. Is money a spirit? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't have any, but I believe in it. Hell yeah. No, I mean, and I'm so, I'm like not against it. I actually think, and you know, at some point in my life again, life is long. It'd be cool to regain a sense of spirituality, but at, at yeah. the moment, you're just building an empire. Yeah. <laughs> Trying. Yeah. People would stop fucking up. Oh. I'm sorry. Let me know if you guys are annoyed with my annoyance, but honestly, 
I don't this is think my podcast. Any, I think, <laughs> I'm the queen here. I'm the fucking queen. Well, that's interesting. Sit, I'm the priestess here, bitch. Oh, yes. Priestess. Yeah, obviously, I'm a priestess today. <laughs> um, that's funny that for you, it was um, it was like that. Because for me, it was like the opposite. Like, I grew up, my I went to public school, but I grew up in church. Like, my family was like the first. Because in Brazil, it's mostly Catholic. And then yeah. a while ago protestants and evangelicals were like a tiny minority and they would be um ridiculed like it's weird because here the church is like the majority is like white christianity in 100%. brazil in brazil white christianity was a minority so like most people were i'm like darker skin tone and catholic right and catholic yeah. and m- m- there was more people practicing like spiritualism so like um like I don't even know what the, the, but like casting spells and shit. So not like um, more like witchy, witchy versus stuff. Versus like organized rest. religion. Yes. I love that. And I, I like and the idea were, of and spirituality the, and stuff and religion. I just don't like organized religion just blows my mind. Yes. And the minority was like these evangelical Christians that were like, my grandfather be. was starting, like was opening up churches left and right. Like when he was, you know, when he was coming up and then, um, anyway, so my dad saw that, came to America, and we stayed in this tiny Brazilian evangelical Christian bubble. Interesting. And I would go to school, and people would talk about being Catholic and all this stuff. I'm like, what? You know, and we weren't, you know, we weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween. We weren't, ha- we were very detached from any sort of mainstream culture. Does evangelical Christianity not celebrate holidays can you break it down for us and i'll like kind of break down catholicism like not in a boring way but just to like it's just what are what are the biggest things about your religion that you grew up with speak in tongues they do like live (laughs) exorcisms they like um they have believe in like the holy spirit where you like catch the holy ghost and you start freaking out um like in church while someone's preaching or anywhere more exciting than my church um and um yeah they're um i'm pretty sure they're not you know, I've never been in an evangelical church where they were pro-gay. Um, oh no! Yeah, um, pro-abortion. <laughs> it was very conservative leaning, right. and um, uh, a lot of the times, like the women wouldn't were like in Brazil when mm-hmm. I was younger, we would go. Women weren't allowed to cut their hair, wear oh, pants, my goodness. Yeah. wear yeah. shorts. I remember these two, my two cousins. They were looking at pictures of them, and they were like, "Oh my God, look, you're wearing shorts!" And these two girls were teasing her. She's like, "Oh my God, stop! I wasn't converted at the time." And oh they're wow, like, they're really into it. it teasing each other over it over not like being religious enough over wearing shorts yeah 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 no and i you know i I obviously i think we all know about those kind of rules right like we know some religions you know you cover your head or you don't cut your hair or there's modesty rules and whatnot it's just so interesting to figure out which ones are which because there's so many goddamn religions it's really hard to like remember totally what ones are what and i'm catholic and so i think catholics have this superiority complex for sure where they're like we're the best christians like we believe that we're really drinking this motherfucker's blood so like we rule same in evangelical churches oh you do do you do believe that oh good okay i'm gonna we're gonna educate you guys later on drinking blood (laughs) listen up Um, (laughs) and they do it once a month and we do um, it once a week so we're better oh got it and my my dad had a weird thing against catholics like he would always find some reason to be like oh catholics like when they use you know when they kill animals like they don't let the blood they don't cut their throat and let the blood drain oh they'll God, just like how dare we? <laughs> they just kill them and then just leave the blood all in them and then they'll drain it later i was like oh that's 
What uh, a what fucking sin. I know. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Um, it's but weird yeah. how within religions, too, there's like, I mean, obviously there's cross-religion, so, yes. but there's also like, yeah, within religions, like I came from an Italian Catholic, like we're Roman Catholics, but my family's Italian and there is like a huge rift between Italian Catholics and Irish Catholics oh, because I of, you know, 200 years ago in the potato plague or whatever the fuck it was. It's crazy. Like there's even within the same religion. Oh, same with people yeah. just hate each other. And yeah. someone's always better than the next. It's just hilarious how many segments and sectors of people think that they're better than ever. Like so many people think like, they're so much better. It's like it's so confusing. My dad is like, oh, Catholics like they're like they prayed to saints and stuff like that. That's like we do her heretic or whatever heresy. heresy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, gosh. Um, there's just always there's always something to be better. And then within even within pr being Protestant, there's like all oh, these is that different Protestant. I think. Is that what you're the, part of? Yeah. So it's like there's christianity then there's catholicism and then i'm pretty sure protestantism I mean, and there's then a under lot. those is a ton of different churches okay some people so don't believe in the holy spirit it's like evangelical protestant i guess i don't oh. i don't really know I if we're decided. wrong don't message us we yeah, don't care we don't care we really don't care about this <laughs> um, at all <laughs> we just care about talking about our own experiences so we do just, not care about the structure of the fucking church and it was very weird growing up and then i remember one thing that really marked my brain some mm -hmm. some as a little kid, this is how I processed it. And I already had feelings like, oh, crushes on boys and whatever when totally. I was younger. And there, there's a pastor that said like, oh, gays and lesbians, they'll get AIDS and they'll die young. And I was like, oh shit, all you oh, have to no. do is be gay and you catch AIDS? Yeah. I'm like, what hey, the fuck is AIDS? as a little girl, and my mom actually did teach pretty oh, comprehensive sex ed, but I remember like taking a shower and I was like eight or nine because she like explained the mechanics and then she also, but not the intimacy part by the time I was eight, you know, like whatever, everyone has their own choices yeah, on yeah, how yeah, to yeah. talk to their kids. But she did a pretty progressive job and I remember looking at my stomach as an eight-year-old, all, you know, 60 pounds of me and I was like, Oh God, if I used the same soap my dad used, I could get pregnant. And I was like, there's a disconnect here. You know what I mean? Oh but like, isn't God. it weird as children how we process this is shit. why we need to educate our children though, because straight up, like you hear one thing wrong and they take it literally. So wouldn't you rather tell them the right thing so that yes. when they take it literally, they understand what yes. is actually possible within the realm of possibility. Like, so yes. that's really interesting. I mean, it's so fucked up. What? And I was like, oh, that's it. I'm fucked. No, that's I can so never come up. up. If I say I'm gay, I will get AIDS. That was like my, my, <laughs> Amazing. Not, AIDS is not funny, y'all, obviously, but that was like a little kid mentality of, you know, how What year were you born? 92. Oh, you, okay. Yeah, I was 94. Um, yeah, so we were just right outside of the AIDS epidemic, but there was really not a lot of hope yeah, in the early I mean, 90s either. So that's really scary. And like uh, pastors talking crazy, like you would just believe shit. Like I remember this one pastor, I think I told you this, where they're like, he came through, he's like, I see a lot of these women suffering with the spirit of gluttony in our <laughs> churches. I go to a lot of churches and I see there's a lot of women suffering with the spirit of gluttony. All these fat ass bitches. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go through ch from church to church and we're going to pray for these fat the ladies. Fat away. Yes, yes. I swear to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> I just can't. Pray I, the gay away. Pray the fat away. Yo, diet pray culture, baby. Come underage on. Underage sex away. We can just pray everything away.
it was so fucked up. So anyway, so that's a that's the world I lived in okay. where it's like really based not on real reality. Well, let me ask you. Yeah. Did you was there ever a time where you really believed in it too? Yeah, when I was younger, I did it was my world. So I was like, totally. Oh. Well, so, I mean, same. Believe- I mean, not my I think your family was more um devout. Yes. I think and I can talk about how my mom was, but yeah, so you had a very devout family. So what was your? I, I, what did I was, it change? Uh, tell me. I, I don't believe know what it was like that they believed. Having kids like that. So I believe or that they believed. Like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that they believed, and then I'm like, I don't. I don't even know what God would feel like. I don't know what who Jesus was. I don't know. Like they're talking about Noah's Ark. Like I don't even have a frame of reference to even pick or like Moses what parting the sea. Like are people what, talking about? Where? How can I relate to any of these? These stories that that's literally, but I'm like, but I believe that, yeah. but they, I believe that they, they're onto something because I did see a lot of like what they were saying. Like I've spoken on this before, but like they would say like, oh, Santa Claus is not real. Mm-hmm. Just at right out the gate when I was younger, they were like, when you think about it, do you think Santa Claus makes any sense? And I was like, no, you're right. That doesn't make any sense. So they were like, and they were like, when you see your but teachers talking God about, does. I know, girl, Jeez, I know. But then they're like, when you what? see your teachers talking <laughs> about Santa Claus, know that they're lying. Oh, and I was Lord. Like, so then I was like, oh, adults lie. Everyone outside of the church was like lying and lying against your yes. belief or their beliefs. Or, yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it, like from a young age, I was like, I don't trust adults. Oh, that's so weird. And isn't it weird how it Young hits you? Age. Isn't it weird how it affects you? Because it probably affected a different kid in the same situation a different way. Like you took a message from that that was very specific to you and yes. that like shaped your relationship with religion and your upbringing. But so many people t- take different things away from that. It's just really sure. interesting. Um, one thing that was, I think, helpful. So I went to private school actually because of my multiple diagnoses with neurodivergency. Oh, really? Yeah. They put me into, I mean, my mom was Catholic, so it made it like an easy choice, you know, Mm -hmm. but she wanted to send me to a small private school, small class sizes. I had ADHD. I had, I have a learning disability called dyscalculia. It just makes numbers hard for me. Mm. Um, and I, you know, like, Boundary issues. I was just, I was fresh out of foster care when yeah, I started yeah. Catholic school. I was adopted at six. They're like, let's reel this shit in. Let's reel it in. I respect their decision. Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, that's kind of why I ended up there. My parents couldn't afford this. They got such high like um, tuition cuts and whatnot. We mm. were not paying full price. They felt bad yeah. for the parents with a foster kid and were like, well, Will help you. Yes. And I loved my, especially my elementary school community. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mistakes were made. I was sent to the principal's office for saying that my uncle was married to a man. Um, or and- I, He wasn't married because you couldn't be. But what I said was, is men can marry men, which they couldn't, actually, yeah. legally so, in yeah. 2001. So, that was not legal. Oh. But I, I said it was. And so it was. I put my hand down, and as a priestess, I married them. <laughs> um, but... I got to see the like fables and stories and get the children's Bible and watch the fun movies like Moses mm-hmm. and all of those different Jesus like Christ superstar. Stop it. <laughs> Don't get me excited. <laughs> we got to watch like a ton of movies in class though. That really from veggie tales as a really young kid of course, love to older movies with like, what's the one who's like cronk. Don't pull the lever. We would just watch all of these 
Ember's new groove. We just watch all these that kind of related back to the church, even if loosely. And I think it made it tangible. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little bit less extreme than your experience. Again, I went to school in the Seattle area of Washington State. Oh, yeah, that makes and sense. And so yeah, yeah. it was a little more progressive and liberal, mm. even more so the older I got. But we had a comprehensive view of religion. I also was, like, taught about other religions all the time. We would in have religion I mean, classes. In school? Yeah, like, we would oh. have religion was one of our subjects, which obviously not in public schools, although the Republicans would like to make it so, but we had religion class. Mm -hmm. Separation where, um, but it made it easier for me to digest. And because they weren't so crazy about it, I actually got to form my own opinions. And as an adult, there are a lot of teachings of Jesus that I'm like, Oh, this is nice. Yeah. 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 Of course. So I wasn't so confused. I could see real life applications of feeding the poor and doing these things, but the actual church and what was really going on, they weren't feeding the poor. They're stealing from the poor, whatever. Like they just are not a good organization. They're abusive. They clearly abusive. We talked about the priest last time, but I don't know. It was understandable for me because I was in that. I was there all the time. It made sense to me. It wasn't this like God in the sky. It was more tangible. Yes. And when we had that episode, The Audacity of Men, it is interesting that all of these churches are mostly run by dudes. Well, they are. They're all run by dudes. dudes. And um, in, in the black church, all run by black dudes. And very, I mean, the only people really leading the like gospel world in like the only women leading the gospel world is in the music industry oh, and the, in the qu- gospel our world. choir as well oh, is yeah. women yes. for like the Roman Catholic church, but women still cannot be priests. Like they can't be, they cannot be in the church in an official manner as yes. like a spiritual leader. That just doesn't happen. Yeah. And I still know people but nowadays. In some Christianity, there are like, women ministers yeah my, my cousin is a women pastor okay. we'll talk about her later okay okay, okay. yes but, but not in the catholic church and yeah. evangelical evangelical yes okay and but um and in some evangelical churches some they're like oh you got a woman for okay well, that's cute or whatever you know they yeah. don't really take it no seriously. they just think but we're it less is interesting <laughs> yes seriously they, do. they really Seri- do. it's I not mean, even jo- a, a joke it's like, like we're gonna like, be what nuns living in a convent oh no, you're gonna be moms you're just gonna be mom. you're gonna be mom and you're gonna clean the house that's all thank you and you'll clean the house for the pastor do you know how easy it's so- my life would have been this week if i was just a mom <laughs> who just had to clean the fucking house do you know how nice yes that would have been but well, and listen moms who are stay-at-home moms you work hard you work so fucking yes. hard that oh, was yeah, said yeah. in just totally yes. a joke because i you want to, to jump off a bridge <laughs> but it's fine yes but it is interesting that we cr- paint this image and that's Honestly, all I got when I was younger was this like sky daddy patriarchy, and he he sky looks daddy. at everything. And even when all the cl- doors are doors are closed and it's nighttime and all the lights are off, he knows what you're thinking and everything. And he he and then in Portuguese, there's a term called papai do céu that they teach when you're younger, which means daddy of the sky, sky daddy. And Did you pray to your sky daddy? Yeah, when I was younger, we your sky daddy. Yeah, papai do céu and booty. Oh, Okay, didn't say that, but um, I can't listen it's, it's to crazy. a grown man say "daddy" and not think anything but the perverted. Oh, of course, of course. But it's weird, and they're always—it's so such a trip because I—I I used to go to a—I went to a black church for a short amount of time, and then the, they have paintings of a white Which is Jesus, Methodist, Baptist. Protestant, Baptist. Okay, 
they have a picture of a white Jesus. Mm-hmm. It was it was a uh, it was a church mm-hmm. a place where they would switch. You know, some services were like a black church, and some <laughs> services were um, like youth, like youth kind of um, segregation. <laughs> No. Yes. So they'd have youth, yes. uh, like a youth ministry. If there's would, one <laughs> church and they have different yeah, I services guess. I for guess. different skin colors, Alex. Well, one was because uh, this is how I rationalize in my brain. Mm-hmm. Black culture is different. There, there are white black people, churches, but the fact I think they're in like the same people, building and they I, offer different services. Totally. And I think just, are you in black me? culture, culturally, <laughs> a lot of white people, I don't think could handle being and would understand what's we going on. We could if we would just let loose and stop having such a fucking fat stick up our ass. Yes. Because I love because the videos of black church. It looks so much more fun. Fun was, and engaging. It was like a drag show in the beginning of it where they like had like huge, beautiful purple dresses and matching hats and the purse and the fans. And they were like, oh, make I something of it. Like, 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 I will literally just sit in church <laughs> and like do my Hail Marys and like there's incense being thrown and water's landing on my face because we're quietly chanting while no, like, branches of holy water are being flung at the, us. And I remember Fuck this that. guy came in, he had like a red suit and like he had a t- like the two triangle tails at the end of it and like yeah it was like some Fashion. guy came with a pink shirt and he's like hey what's good men wear pink and they were like woo so it was a fashion drag show it. it was like amazing but um, i mean they have a picture I'm of a sure white jesus in the, the church right and that was really fucked up jesus to me. isn't white wasn't white was he's never a, white he was a dark-skinned jewish man israeli fucking jew yeah so he's not what? white he was always i don't i don't know there was a time there are some pieces depicting him as a darker skin person yeah um but the majority of evangelical catholic protestant whatever the fuck else uh worships like, jesus is this white clear beautifully long haired man like with the with a really like put together beard like no he literally hung out hung out with like hookers and like drug dealers watch how you talk about mary magdalene okay look Mary Magdalene was my girl. She um, is my talk favorite, about patriarchy. Favorite they, person. They ripped from, a, a bunch of books out of the Bible, and Ma- Book of Mary Magdalene was one of them. The I only know. one written by a fucking woman. Yeah, crazy. Um, but no, the whole white Jesus thing is ridiculous. I mean, it is so crazy that that's how he's depicted, and it just makes me want to scream because we have so much proof of certain things, and people aren't doing anything to change it. And I just. I, I just think it's such a joke. Like, yes. I just feel like organized religion, especially the way we do it, is pathetic. Like, they have all this proof about certain things, and they're not willing to adjust and change mm-hmm. and rectify mistakes or anything. And yet, with and, – and this goes – Christian people in general, I think, have a really hard time with – proof and they don't believe some not all obviously you can be religious and like a good person yeah I want to oh my god yes for sure but a lot of times you know very like staunch catholics or christians you know they have evidence in front of their face about a plethora of issues um whether it is medication or like healthcare i'm yeah. just saying or like abortions. abortions that's what i mean by healthcare medication whether whatever whatever it is and there's proof and there's science and they're like oh i'm gonna do my own research and it's wrong but you know what there's not proof for what? god 
Like, I just don't get it. Like, we they don't believe anything that's actually true because they're like, oh, there's no proof, but there is proof. And then they, like, worship it is very weird white daddy in the sky. What do you call him? Sky, sky daddy? daddy? Yeah. White like daddy that. in the sky. White daddy, daddy in the sky daddy. daddy. We're going to write a rap. Um, white daddy in the sky daddy. Did you like that? Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you. It's just, like, wild to me that, like, they can see literal formulas made by human beings for for all sorts of things and are like no mm -mm, i did my own research wrong and then and they'll preach like, some but, stuff but who's telling you this i know and then the, they'll preach the man in the sky that you've never met or heard from or talked to but what i did love about mm -hmm. black the going to a black church yes. was the music aspect i'm, I'm a musician oh, i love the music gorgeous. okay and yeah. there's this thing you've heard of a praise break yes i loved Praise breaks, okay? <laughs> it was just, I would never, I couldn't, I don't know how to partake in that, okay? Uh -huh. I don't know it, if it's for everyone to partake in. Not every, I, I, not every member even of that congregation would partake, so. It's like, but it is something that happens in every <laughs> church I've been to. to the same level, maybe. Yes, <laughs> but I have went through my deep research on TikTok, mm -hmm. found mm -hmm. some hilarious, for people that don't know what a praise break is, I need to show you. It and is if you're so listening, we are going to, Alex is committed to any visual videos he shows. He will be narrating exactly what's going on yes. for our audio listeners. Yes. And we can link the, we should link the little TikToks we use yes. in our show descriptions on iTunes and Spotify. For so sure. So you can watch this if you're just look in the show notes. Or just watch YouTube. Look, I so love we got, this. Oh my God. <laughs> So usually it's a lot more animated. Everyone is, but there's this lady freaking the fuck out. She is. She's twisting her head, swinging and swaying her hair around. And the music. I love that. The music is so good, and it's like so they do that. There's she a thing called. She feels compelled by God. That's not hurting anyone. That's, yes. That I'm like yes. If there's, that makes you that happy, fuck yeah. Usually the people that do that in church that act the most dramatic are the ones that are most fucked up in real life. Well, Not that she is. Perhaps. I don't know her. But my, I, I had a family member that every time we go to church, she's like, hallelujah. Oh ah! And she's like crying streams. Okay, and that's a little she, different than just, she was just jamming. She, she was vibing. That girl was just vibing. Was vibing. That is fucking different than sobbing through screams at church. Yes. And that is more what you see in like the boring churches. There'll be one yes. person who's like, Hallelujah. And, and you're like, crying. what? And it's yes. just like this white balding man, like standing up who's been just taken by the Lord's power. But I'm like, bro, yeah. this is so boring. It's not <laughs> the energy. Like you shouldn't feel this way. No one else feels this way. And uh, well, praise breaks are people doing doing that so there's that and then there's mm -hmm. one more it. oh yes okay one more um is this another break. praise break yes okay let me see it. and it'll be quick we'll only show a little snippet of this but this is the style of dance that they do and everything i don't know where they got it from i don't know where we but it's just interesting that in every black church i've been to they do this well they're amazing dancers i feel like they come up with their own shit probably yeah <gasps> this little Aww. kid, he's dancing. This little kid hey, is going hey, crazy. And everyone, look at the background. Everyone is loving it. They all do it. So that other video. This guy's doing a little moonwalk. He's like eight years old. Yes. Oh, I, lo I love seeing kids dance. Can I just yes. tell you? Yes. That is something that brings me so much. My like toddler has started to dance. Mm -hmm. Oh, kill me. It is so <laughs> cute. It's and the so kids cute. get involved. It is weird when... 
um, I saw like a young pastor preach or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like eight years old, and everyone's what? everyone's like, oh, "Hallelujah!" He's speaking God's word, but he just like watches his dad and just imitates him. That is always very weird to me. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No, I've never seen it in person. I've never but seen he got famous. He, pastors, excuse me, preachers. I wouldn't want to be disrespectful. Like, he's like, "God, have mercy on your soul!" But he literally just saw his dad do this, so he'll just imitate what he's seeing. Anyways, that's what a praise break is. I love it. I that love was like it. A, I, <laughs> we should go to a black church for an say, episode. Maybe if my, you know, it's funny because <laughs> the friends that I do have that are religious and black, I met through like my Catholic school. Yeah. So I've never been to like a Methodist church or anything Baptist. because Baptist. Why do I always get them confused? Sorry, guys. There's too many religions. That might be rude to say. I could learn churches. if I wanted to. No, there's too many churches. There's, there's so too many, many fucking churches. And I'm just like such. I was raised Catholic, and ugh, that's what I know. Look, and I mean, I in in these Baptist churches too, and in the evangelical churches, they speak in tongues. Wild. That is something we don't do. Oh, that's weird. It, it's it's literally tongues is just gibberish. Like, right? and I say it as a joke at work and like amongst friends, I'm like, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh and they do that into the microphone at church. Screaming. It doesn't mean anything. They say it's a language of angels. Okay. So, but no one well, that does it. Was, it was, I could speak it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not real. And if they did, I'm sure that you would see some commonality between people that do it, but they're all sure. of them are like, it's nothing. Look, if you're not hurting anyone, you know, for the people who aren't hurting anyone and get joy out of this, like that is totally fine. It's, it's where the lines start to blur and people are using that kind of intensity. And it's fucking weird. I'm going to be real. If you're, if you're like moving a church with that. Yeah. It yes. Is weird. People it's are like, like culty. You're lit. You're Religion is just a glorified and condoned church or cult. That is what church is. Like it is just, it's the same fucking thing. You except at least with a cult, you're worshiping someone that that's you can alive. see. That's alive. That can talk to you. But you listen. You can believe in whatever you want to believe of in. Course. And I think there is something out there. I really do. But I just am not so egotistical to believe that I know what it is and I mean, what he wants from me. And also, why do I say him? Because that's what our society pushes. Who, Whatever the spirit is out there or the creation of the world it is not for me to interpret. And it is not for the Pope to interpret. I, or, it's very weird. It's just super weird. And, uh, and like, that's their proof. Like, they're making literally legislation, like separation of church and state. And, Again, yes. where? Where is it? Because I'm seeing a whole lot of church and very little state is standing up for itself right now. And what? I don't believe like I don't believe in that. So I, like why should your religion you believe what you want to believe, but why the fuck are we making laws about a a, a quote unquote guy in the sky? Yeah, like that's who we're following? No one? So reason, we're following no one. The reason why what? I think like the the like speaking in tongues and like all these big performative things in the church and like live exorcisms, why I don't cause they're not hurting anyone. The big implication of it is it's a performance. So people yeah. see it. No, you're right. And they're like, oh my God. And then yeah. at the end of the church, they're like, donate. Totally. No, you're That's right. That's what I think is fucked up. I've literally been to a it's church a service one time grab. and he's like, they're like, if you can just reach into your checkbook right now oh and write what after at the end, after everybody was freaking out and the music is all calm, they're like, and write $150 to oh the my check. God. 
on the check and just give it to the person that's walking around for donations. You will be helping us spread the message of Jesus. I'm like, I was a kid and I never saw anything wrong with that at the time. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, it's church. This okay. is all I know. We are frugal. We were like, here's $1 out of our wallet yeah. into the basket. And even that I don't believe in, but $150 on man has lost his fucking mind. And I think it, there's, there is something to $150. Energetically, I love to give to yes. people and actually to charities. If, if I, really do believe they're yes. going to the right place. I, I actually love to donate money. Same. But if every single person in a congregation is writing 150 to spread the word, where is that money going? That money is not going to the poor. That's untaxed. Un I know it's untaxed. Yeah. And I know. Televangelists are like the biggest fucking culprit of this. My best friend, Hannah, we would lay in bed in her bed and she had the TV on the other wall. And we would sometimes like on Saturdays, oh just like God, watch Joel Osteen and be like, praise Jesus. And just like lay in her bed, eating cookies at 10 in the morning, watching this motherfucker. And so he came back in the news recently in the last few years. Should we be televangelists? Sorry. Continue. Yeah, I would be so good. Um, <laughs> They found $20,000 worth of donations this. hidden in a bathroom wall, like within drywall when they were doing renovations. Yes, it was a renovation dude that found it, right? Uh-huh. How much money do you think that they're hiding? Because they obviously have offshore accounts. If they're hiding it in the brick and mortar buildings that they're preaching from, are you kidding me? Like oh this money, God. you're writing stop it. Stop it right now. Tax Joel Olstein. Anyone who's arrest like, Joel Olstein. Arrest him. I said it. Um, anyone who's listening this far yeah. is clearly like has a sense of humor about religion, even if you are religious. So probably not the people writing Joel Olstein two hundred dollar yes. checks, but if by chance, um, you know, if you did if that. you are one of those people, there are some super cool charities and organizations and local food banks that you can donate to, to spread what Jesus wanted, which was to feed <sighs> the poor. Yes. Um, you don't need to be feeding Hallelujah. the bathroom walls of Joel Olstein's televangelist church. Mega church. Fucking nuts. Crazy. Crazy. And that is so immoral yo, and ungodlike. And I was, look, in my um, YouTube research, there's this um, a preacher called Kenneth Copeland. Well, I've known of him before. And, and I then, hadn't heard that name. Yes. So and that's then this interesting. Dude, Jesse Duplantis. Okay. Okay. They literally were bragging on TV about buying private jets with the money and people are still <laughs> fucking sending money. They're like, Oh, cause people have this goal like, to God, be them. They're like, God is, wants me to have the best of the best in this life. They want, he wants all of us to. So if I want a private jet, it might as well be the best private jet because I can't do what I have to do to spread the word of Jesus without, without it. This, yes. And I'm like, <clears throat> okay, you just used weird math to, um, proof to prove I that's mean, the proof they believe i'm like because god this is who we have never heard from personally told them not even an email not even an email not even a fucking phone call i can't get a text back from oh him god. and he <laughs> runs this shit no i uh i just the reason i think people buy into it is that they see either they've lost hope in the fact that they could ever achieve that level, which, mm -hmm. which is actually a rational thing to do. Cause yeah. we're, we're not owning private jets. Like that's just not happening, mm -hmm. but they either believe that. We so can. they want to like support the person who leads something they do believe in. And you're like, well, if I can't have it, I guess I'll give it to them. And then religion makes it like 
more powerful of a yes, statement totally. I'm making with my money, or there is a part of them that's like, I could get that too. And yes. I think that's why people do it. They've either lost faith in themselves and so they're funding and, others, or they just really believe that I like, this is what my church is doing. This is good. And I'm a part of this, but it's like, no, you're not. That's yeah. not your private jet. You're never going to be on that jet. This and it's is like, wild. And they're like, kind of like influencers, like nowadays oh, one with like TikTok influencers dancing. Percent. When the Pope got a Twitter, my brain exploded. Oh, for sure. My it's like, brain exploded. Like it's 10, like, we just look up years to them. Ago. Like, Holy shit. Kenneth Copeland, like he like buy, like he'll just, it's a, it's great PR and like marketing where like most of their content is all value. So it's like, you can do whatever you want in this life. God has a plan for you in this. And people watching are like, Oh my God. And they're like, at the end, they do a call to action. Mm -hmm. Like anyone that's on YouTube yeah, that does if anything. You are listening right now. Please take a break, go to whatever <laughs> format you're listening on and please give <laughs> us five stars. Thank you. We're not asking for $150 we check. Will be soon. This is free. Okay. Just not support no, your is. homies. Um, but they Support do a call us, to, not yes. Joel Steen. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> You've uh, seen these fucking chairs we're sitting in. <laughs> we need money. <laughs> Fuck that. We want a private jet. We yeah, can put bitches. these in our private jet. And if we get one, we'll let one of you come with us. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Could you I, imagine having a private jet? I'd obviously have a cult at that point. Like at that point, I will I would, look back at this episode and be like, ignore everything she said. You Worship would erase me, me from your life. You would erase me. me from your phone book. Oh, stop it, you. <laughs> She's not even flinching. Oh, stop it. I would never. <laughs> Anyways, I think it's just fucked up. These dudes get way too much money. At least, yo, there's a lot of people that scam people out there with marketing like tactics and like sell courses and stuff to be your best self and whatever. Tax these motherfuckers at least. Oh, my God. Because they get Ta way too much Can money. Can we just equally tax? Well, equally on a scale tax people by what they make please would that be fine please Can at we least do these it? dudes i am someone i explained my view on taxes too to alex one time like when we had first met because i that's not the part of politics that's necessarily exciting but when we talk about churches and religions it's kind of relevant to what i think it's just if i'm making enough money that it puts me in the next tax bracket where i should be donating more. I'm still at that point would be making over $400,000. Like I'm good. Like I can pay my taxes and I would rather do it. And if there are people who are like abusing the system, <clears throat> the church, uh, I don't care because there's people who actually need things that are getting their needs met because of the money that I am paying into our society and mm -hmm. the church. If I'm willing to do that, the church, Jeff Bezos, they should all be willing to do that. Like I am so broke and I'm, I'm just willing to still share what I have to make someone's life who's less fortunate better. And the church is just like stealing money and then pays nothing in taxes and then builds more churches. And it's crazy. It's just a dark cycle. It's crazy what they're into. And like that and, and, and indoctrinating children is they're really sneaky about doing that. They oh, indoctrinate yeah. adults, they indoctrinate children with like, you know, they're always trying to sneak it into school somehow. And also I remember this one, I was at the beach one time, uh -huh. me, my cousin and my brother we were just like hanging out were at the they, beach. Sorry. Were yeah. they all religious too? Like everyone in your family, same vibe. All no, evangelical. My cousin, my cousin was grew up in Brazil. So he was like, his family was Catholic. Catholic. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we, we're like playing at this park on the beach and all of a sudden like this creepy ass clown looks over the fence and we're all like, oh, 
and That's all these kids are following him. All these kids are following him, and he's like, Have I ever see Ezra following a clown? I would teach. I remember grounded for a year. He had this blue wig on and like a blue like clown outfit. He's like, did this like whole funny thing for like. 15 20 minutes or so we're all sitting okay, down watching John him. Wayne Casey and then like Jesus Christ. having kids come up and these are all kids no parents around no parents to be seen we're all just kids hanging out at the like what? this park at the beach and then this fucking um this clown at the end of it goes like and Jesus and once he said Jesus I was like oh this is like a church thing okay how old were you mm, eight maybe okay. There's nine. I don't know. Impressionable yes. youth and clown. He's just like, blah, blah. and at the end, he passes around New Testament Bibles in a really cool looking way. Like they're smaller because they're just a New Testament. Mm-hmm. So it's like this blue cover and like this like whole thing. And he's just like, I'm like, oh, cool. We got like a free book out of it. But you don't think, you know, as a kid, you just like, and he's like, and if you give Jesus your heart today, he will help you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Telling all these, like a fairy tale. Yeah. Kid it was so weird looking in hindsight now. Cause at the time you're like, Oh, whatever. Like I already knew about all this stuff, but I wonder how I would take that as a kid that had no clue about any of that. I know kids are impressionable and yeah. you have to really do your due diligence as a parent. Like it is so scary to be a parent because I there know. are people out there and predators don't just come in the obvious ways. Your phones and iPads it's and stuff. so much. Exactly. Like anything can influence them. Yes. It's really crazy. Yeah. And again, as my experience as a kid is I was just, I was in my religion. So yes. it was, that was just, I went to school every day and it's not like that's all we talked about there. Yes. We did good, a good education and whatnot. But of course it was indoctrinating all of us. It's just our parents paid for us to go. So very interesting, different perspective. I will say there are a few things from going to Catholic school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a few rules that I felt were really funny. And I noticed some degree <laughs> there, you know, there's modesty rules in every school, which there shouldn't be because men slash children should be fine. If a girl is wearing a spaghetti strap shirt. Um, I'm not fine with it right now. No, I'm just kidding. I actually, when I was coming here, I was like, Oh my gosh, my skirt is past my knees. Like I a spaghetti strap. Approve, but then I was like, Oh, my shoulders are showing. That's what we would call it. Shoulders are showing. Oh, are your shoulders showing? And they, so like, do oh, men sexualize shoulders. shoulders? Is that like a thing? I or think men like sexualize a... everything. You know? Yeah, I don't. I know. Ilya you doesn't. sexualize armpits, so I don't think you can judge. <laughs> um, some of my favorite rules, and literally like only one or a couple of these has to do with boys. It's mostly girls. towards girls. But the first one was the fact that boys could not have long or unruly hair. And to that, I say, have you seen Jesus? Like he had the longest hair. He's in every fucking class picture. Obviously this is white Jesus with long hair, but we're in a school. And if the boys like hair would get past their ear, like top of their ear, they would like get sent home. They would call parents. And I remember there was this one kid who wouldn't cut his hair and he had glorious long hair. Of course I had a crush on him and we dated, but he, like his mom went in and was like, no, I'm not cutting my son's hair. Like, I'm not going to do it. There's no reason for this. And I really respected her. And 
they fought and fought and fought and she ended up taking her kid out of the school because it is like a body autonomy thing that is ridiculous and then think of all this kid was white think of all like the black children who have longer hair or like different hairstyles that is completely fine nothing should be professional or unprofessional it's so stupid but their hairstyles are different than white hairstyles and they're not allowed to wear them in catholic schools they have to keep like a short buzz it's crazy so that rule was ridiculous again mostly because we're staring at a man with long hair every day like Mm -hmm. what the fuck Mm -hmm. second was no colorful nail polish perfume or makeup for girls i can't even i can't even picture someone Say enforcing like if a rule they like smelled that. you and you smelled like good, like fruity. Like obviously we were allowed to wear deodorant. Yeah. But they were like, oh, perfumes not allowed. Not for fragrance sensitivity reasons, because it would like sexualize us. Just kidding. Oh my God, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? So that was a real thing. Um, skirts had to be to our fingertips, but what if you have weirdly long arms like me? Then you can't look like a little slut. And I hated that. So <laughs> what I if would, you had no arms? What if you have no arms? What are you going to do then? You walk around naked <laughs> or you flip your skirt up. It was just up. so stupid. I remember, especially by eighth grade, like I wore a uniform every day and I would like, I would never roll it because they would always feel your sweater. This is so fucked now that I'm saying this. Wait, what? They would feel your sweater to feel if you'd rolled your skirt. So I wouldn't. I would <laughs> I would hike my um, like uniform skirt all the way up and tuck it under the underwire of my bra. So it was just like inches over my thigh and I'd walk down the hallway and I just distinctly remember teachers going, Chloe, you cannot roll your skirt up. And I'm like, it's not rolled. It's not rolled. And you weren't lying. up to my breast. Hallelujah. You weren't lying. Jesus. Amen. I say to you, (laughs) I would never lie. I actually hate lying too. I think that's part of the reason I did so many work rounds. Like I have a very weird moral code. And to this day, I hate lying. I hate white lies. I hate big lies. I hate them. So I was like, okay, I won't roll my skirt because I'm not going to lie about it, but I will tuck it under my bra. There you go. Hell yeah. And I was so hot. And <laughs> why do you, why do you, did you want to wear a short skirt? Cause I was a hot 13 year old. Like, oh, okay. We so you do, wanted to show off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not and in it a bad shouldn't way. be I just, a I problem. Mean, That's the thing. Like boys should be fine with the fact that girls are wearing a short skirt. Like mm, it shouldn't. Boys I think are very, very hormonal at that age. Who cares? Okay. Well, That's I'm not for saying, them to work through. I'm not That's saying not that. That's okay. I'm just to saying. not wear like literally the short was like the skirts were not that short. I wasn't showing my ass cheeks. They were just like a few inches above my knees. Like it is really insane, but like that's going to drive a boy but to do crazy things. What's the consequence things. of that? What's the consequence of you walking around? They have would, boners or something? Like what is that? That's what I'm saying. That's why it's a stupid rule. Like what are they going to do? Like if what are they going to do? If they're saying they're gonna be that distracted someone would from like, schoolwork. If they're saying they'd, I don't know what would have been. Men, boys at 11 years old will get a boner because they think about a good meal. Like it is a hormonal fucking response. <laughs> like I could be wearing a full fucking bodysuit, baggy, and if I bent over the wrong way, a man could still get a boner. Like I'm sorry. So okay. me wearing a skirt is not going to change anything. Men are little. Horny dogs. That's just what it is. So I think it's ridiculous hallelujah. that the rule. Hallelujah. Man. I think it's ridiculous that the rules are fucking put on 
little girls and they're sexualizing us. Now, was the reason I wanted to wear a short skirt to look hot? Yes. But I also wasn't like looking to have sex. I just wanted to feel cute and not like in my stupid everyday uniform. Totally. I didn't mean that in a weird way. I didn't mean to question it in a weird way or like, no, it's good. You asked the question though. Cause I think it does make us think it's like, what are they going to do? Like, oh, yes. you distracted the boys. Get over it. Do you know how many distractions we have in adulthood? Get over it. Like, Good there point. are distractions. I remember one time I was leaning on my teacher's desk towards her. Miss, And she was like, Chloe, don't lean like that. Don't lean like that. Ooh. Don't lean like that. Wait, what were, how are you leaning? Were you Just intentionally Just like bent leaning? over. No, I was not intentionally leaning. The skirt was the only intentional thing I was doing. Like, 13 year olds are not hot. I, that's Have so you seen crazy. A I'm, not, I'm not even, I don't mean to question it in a weird way. No, no, I'm just saying, fine. like, I'm just like, what exactly was she insinuating? Well, that's what you I'm saying. You're just like bending over and showing over your ass. 13 year old, you look in the mirror and you're like, I look good. No, you don't. No 13 year old looks good. It is just <laughs> scientifically impossible. You look horrible. You look awkward. You look weird. Like, so I might the have weird thought I looked up hot. That's different color than your oh neck. Oh my gosh. I found this beautiful photo of me just wearing one tone, like white foundation. No, nothing else. Just like my face was as white as a clown and I was feeling it. Like you I was, were, you're, I was feeling myself. <laughs> um, you're killing it. Corporal punishment is still technically legal. Oh, like hating people? Hating yeah, kids? because they have their own rules. So you could, and it does happen, like they're, it's not like public school. It doesn't happen often. My mom was definitely hit in school. Um, it doesn't happen often, but I just, people should be aware. It's still for sure a thing. Um, and lastly, mm-hmm. one of my least favorite rules was no holding hands and no kissing boys on the bus. Or so I was told by my principal. Um, so that might have been a me problem. But you weren't allowed to make out with your boyfriend on the bus. Oh, well. And I felt like that was. Make out? Maybe. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, making out. I is, was 14. I, yeah. My body, my choice. Good I'm point. kidding. That one, you're, yeah. Okay, I'm and like, Ezra okay, ever, making out. If Ezra ever fucking makes out on a bus at 14, I'll humiliate him. Are you kidding me? How embarrassing. <laughs> like, ew, can you imagine what I looked like? Like, what, my mouth open, like, barely hitting the other person's Ew. teeth. I was like, yeah. With the two shades of your neck and I'm your, in eighth your grade. face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it's so gross. Oh but seriously, it was wild the things they would call us out on and yes. find appropriate to talk to us about. So those are some of the little Don't rules I have. Don't over like that. That is so fucked up because now because you weren't even the what's fucked up about it is because you weren't thinking about it in a bad way of course so not. now you're like oh me bending a certain way leaning like i'm me sexualizing this, my body every move i fucking make is going to my be distracting bitch, to boys. I have double d's in the fifth grade i empathize with this um the idea of like having to build this whole life and world around you against who you are as a gay person, mm-hmm. I empathize with it, even though I did it on a very small scale in my life before I came out. I get what they're doing, though at the time I had to really research what was going on here. I'm like, why are they? Why are they doing this? Why are they? Do, what would, and you see all these scandals, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. So a lot of these guys were found dead. I know with meth rocks in their ass. Okay, not a lot were found with meth. Uh, girl, more than you would think. <laughs> I would like a statistic sheet on the amount of priests found with rocks, meth rocks. In their ass. Yes. That um, caused a and fatal politicians, reaction. Christian politicians. 
Yes. It's actually crazy. You would you wouldn't even believe. And if people caught on <laughs> Ashley Madison. I don't know looking if I do for believe. Gay, looking for <laughs> that's all right. Ashley Madison looking for um oh, yeah. men. Yeah. Ooh, come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. Anyways. Stop it. Um No, I empathize too. I think there are like in those circumstances when there's scandals and people are found out, you know, having affairs on their partners with men and they're gay or whatever that sucks like they clearly i don't know it's it's different in the christian church because they have the opportunity to get married at all but obviously being gay is completely frowned upon um i wonder if you know do their wives know i i don't know it, it sucks it sucks that they have to it sucks that they clearly believe in this religion and then to be who they are in terms of their sexuality, they have to hurt someone to do it because it's not condoned within the religion. Yes. With priests, I feel like a lot of gay people go into priesthood because they don't have to get married. They are married to God, which is a little gay if you ask me, but like they literally can't get married. So I think a lot of gay people do end up going and, and pedophiles. being a lot of pedophiles do as well but neither of those are not connected no obviously not. completely That's what I'm unconnected but yes but i do think like there's maybe the affairs and whatnot with the christian leaders because obviously homosexuality is a sin across the fucking board yeah. but i think a lot of like priests end up instead of ever letting themselves have a relationship or a love life they go into priesthood and they just never get to they never let themselves they just follow this religion that hates them for being them and it sucks. And I will say, I think it's a little bit different now, not everywhere in very small spaces where there are a lot of LGBTQ people who are in the church and yeah. whether they are like, you know, helping elderly patients who are gay and trying to come to terms with their passing because they were Christian and don't know if they're going to go to heaven. There are a lot of really gay friendly spaces in the Christian church right now. Um, that's something you didn't see 20 years ago. So I want to acknowledge that there's some, but it's not a lot. It's, not it's a, lot. a small minority, but I have a lot of friends who are um, like gay and in the church because I went to Catholic school and a lot of them were gay yeah. and they're still religious and they work within the ministry and they're yeah. really working to change the Catholic church and it's going to be slow, but I applaud that. And I think that's really cool. Like they have a belief in the goodness of the church totally. and they have found a space that they can fit into and they are not hurting anyone. These are not people who are projecting the hundreds and hundreds of years yes. of hurt. You yeah. know, I just, I, I want to recognize that there are people really working to make a difference in totally. every organization, which religion is. Um, totally. So it sucks. Corporation. Yeah. Literally a corporation. So it just, it's so shitty. Um, but like there's hope. I don't know. There's some hope. I might, my take with like churches, because at one point I was like, I do feel like I'm a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. um, my thing with churches is like, at this point in my spirituality, in my path, in my journey, we need to be on the same page. I can't sit there and try to convince you of something. I I can't, I don't have the spoons the to capacity, do The capacity. Totally. I just cannot sit there and try to convince a, even a small church, like I'm valid. It's like, I think there's some churches uh, that really do like, they have the pride flag hung, trans flag hung. They've got black lives matter signs. I mean, there are churches yeah. that are led by people who are 
part of the community and then their congregation totally. is also part of the community. Um, they find churches that are proudly proudly supporting mm -hmm. members of that community. So I think that's mostly where people end up. And yes, they're still fighting the massive system, but their own community is very accepting and it yes. doesn't feel like they're like fighting to be there, but it also doesn't mean you need to have the bandwidth and it also doesn't mean you need to be a part of it at all. Totally, but totally. I just want to recognize there are actual there are, churches, yes. not just people within those churches that are like really trying to have a relationship with God mm -hmm. and religion while not persecuting or killing people. It's beautiful. That's all. I love it. It's nice that they can do the minimum, mm -hmm. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It just yeah, I'm just it like, sucks. I'm in a different place in my life, but I, I get it. I, I understand. don't have I the spoons to do a lot of things. You don't have to have the capacity all the time, but I think it's worth acknowledging yes, those sure. who are doing that hard work because it is fucking hard. There's a reason you don't have the capacity. Mm -hmm. It's hard. And I'm not religious, so I, that's not where my voice needs to be heard, but I think it's cool. And I'm really excited that maybe my child, if he wants to be religious in 20 years, there's communities that for sure, are for sure, accepting. For sure. And I just, I think it's always good to sprinkle in the legitimate good amongst the shithole of bad. Totally. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite religious saying? <sighs> so many. Like, Guys, <laughs> like, stop it. Um, you're using the Lord Lord's Jesus. name in vain. Okay. Okay. I actually... Listen, I was raised Catholic okay. until I was in seventh grade. They believe in, yeah, they believe in Maybe Jesus. Maybe fourth. Yes, we believe Obviously. in Jesus. Um, I think until I was 15. Oh, yeah, our producer's making fucking noise over there. Do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Elia, we love you. Before I was, I think, 15, I would not even say God. I would correct people. It's gosh. It's gosh. Oh. Maybe 13. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with 13. Woke queen. Oh, Woke Lord. for the church. Annoying queen. <laughs> so annoying. So when I, I went and spent a summer with my uncle who was an atheist, may he rest nowhere because he's an atheist. He just <laughs> passed away. He was oh. really, really close with him. But um, he was not about religion. He literally pissed in the vents at his elementary school because the nuns made him mad and he knew that when the heat turned on the it whole school like would it. smell like pee he was incredible he would put coat hangers on people in church so like when they walked to the pews it would go clink 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 he stole a robe from a priest and went to bars underaged and was like i'd like a drink Amen. And he would get free drinks. He ended up on an album cover in Seattle with a musician who took a photo with him because he thought he was a priest. Like my uncle was not liked by the Catholic church. He was fucked up, but I went and stayed with him one summer and I changed. Mm -hmm. And I thought that what he said made a lot more sense. He was a scientist. He was a genius. Oh, of and course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, it's not, listen, he believed everyone can believe what they want, but he was a science man. And I came back that summer, like, couldn't say God more, couldn't say fuck more, couldn't say any swear word more. I came back a heathen. My teachers were pissed. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. But Hell to yes. this day, despite the fact I say God now, which my 13-year-old self would be horrified by, I, every term I use when I'm mad, if my child pisses me off, if people do, are religious terms. Like, Oh. Isn't that weird that I'm okay. not religious, but I will literally be like, Lord, have mercy on my soul. Like if I'm really annoyed, I'm like, Lord, have mercy on my soul. Who says that? That's, That's like a, such a long statement. It's like a really long. And my mom would always be like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, Chloe. And I was like, what? And like now I fucking say it. I 
I'm always like spewing out these weird religious statements that I like don't even realize because I was raised with them. Oh my God. And I always like, if I'm <laughs> like so annoyed, I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And it's just, I can Whoa. never just be like, I can't just be normal about it. Like I got to throw a God, Jesus, Lord in there somewhere. Like, so there's a part of, the of me. Of yeah. But I think I'm just like connected. I think that's part of me. That's just totally connected to the church. So even when I'm swearing and pissed off, like oh, I'm still swearing to God. Yeah, I'm still go. like talking to the man upstairs. Oh, I was like, man upstairs. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Sky I was like, daddy. Oh, just kidding. <gasps> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and what else do you say? Not much. A, <laughs> for me, well, when I was Not younger, much. when I was younger. When, I say a lot of weird Christian stuff. Mm -hmm. I do. I do too. Same thing because I was raised in yeah, church. Yeah, I don't even realize. Like, I can't even think of more off the top of my head, but it will come out. And I'm I like, who I say is she? In good thing. <laughs> Who is she? I say when good stuff, like when someone says something that I agree with, I'm like, come on, Jesus. Yes. It's like, yes. hallelujah. I do say amen a lot. Amen. Like jokingly, I'll like do like the Our Father. I will do the sign of the cross. Me, I mean, it's really weird. Me yes. and my cousins say um, things in Portuguese because our aunts and uncles and everything <laughs> used to say it in church. And it's so funny because we're our family's so dramatic. Yeah. So they'd say stuff like, sangue de Jesus tem poder, which means Was the blood. Yes, <laughs> not tongues. I don't know. But they'll speak in tongues too, like I was saying before. Say it again. The, Say it again. Sangue de Jesus tem poder means the blood of Jesus has power. Mm. Or some people in in the in Baptist church they say blood of Jesus. And it's like, which is very gory, weird. Um, yes, it is. Yes, there's just like blood of Jesus. Okay, I want to do a fun fact. Oh yes. A This is it's time for religion mm. class, everybody. Oh okay. Okay. Because you did bring up blood. <laughs> because you brought up blood. So in the Catholic Church okay. and in the evangelical the church, I just want people to know, because I don't know if this is widely known even by Christians. There is a term called transubstantiation. Oh, I've heard okay? of this. And this is when the Eucharist, the bread and wine at churches, when you take communion, we believe literally believe that during Eucharist in the blessing that turns into the literal blood and body of Christ. And so when we eat it and swallow it, we are swallowing his skin and blood. And that is what we truly believe. It is not symbolic, not in Catholicism. And I don't think in your church either. It I mean, is. I think, oh, I think it is symbolic in the, I think about it now. I think it's symbolic in some. Okay. I did think Catholics were the only one who believed in this. So I wasn't sure. That's so fucking so crazy. we literally believe that we are we're drinking and eating. Yes. The blood of Jesus. Isn't that, so weird. Like that at is that very point, weird. at that point, when you're trying to make legislation and laws from people who think they're eating a dude who's been dead for 2000 years, I just feel like we should fucking reconsider. Do you get it? Like, I don't believe Do I'm drinking blood. Like I've, I've had all my sacraments except yeah. for marriage. I had first communion. I had reconciliation. I had confirmation. I've been baptized. I did not get married in the church. So I didn't get that sacrament, but my mom had all of the sacraments. She had her last rites, which are the last sacrament you can get before she passed away in it. We were in it, but like, that's so weird. No one can actually believe that. That is but they very do. fucking weird. They believe it. So I just <laughs> thought that was a fun little tidbit. Like for people who aren't Catholic, when we take that bread, that's what, that's what's going on. 
That's very fucking weird. Isn't that really weird? I, I just think objectively, it a little. I mean, that's literally cannibalizing. I mean, literally, yes. Yeah, that's fucking weird. It is super weird, and so I just feel like anyone needs to be able to take things with a grain of salt. Yes. I just think that's all we're asking. And just to have a little, like, a little there humor. is humor. It's a funny lot of humor. From the outside. It has to be funny, or you, else it's really you, painfully sad. You have to take a step back and, like, even if you do believe it, like, be like, okay, for the normal people, this is a little fucking weird to cannibalize. It's super weird. It's I, super weird even for the religious people. Like, yes. that is bizarre. So I just thought that was a fun fact. I had said it to someone the other day who grew up kind of non-denominational, mm -hmm. and then she converted to Judaism. And so we were kind of talking, you know, because we're both Old Testament. Um, I think my brother's on that path right now. It's cool. Yeah. I really, I, it's it's a cooler you religion. You want to be Jewish? I don't want to be anything, but thank you for the offer. Um, I'll let you know if I change my mind. We could do like conversion classes. <laughs> you know kidding. who's the most annoying in the world? Who? Were the convert Catholics. The people who were like, oh my God, it was so embarrassing. They're like 20, 30, 40 year olds. And they are standing like at the front pew of church. They'd walk in like separately. Like, oh, the converts are coming in. Now you can just go to church. You don't yeah. have to be Catholic. You just skip Eucharist. You put your hands in a cross over your chest and you don't accept the literal blood and body of Christ because why the fuck would you? But converts will get marched into church in a group and then stand in the like front oh, row. So annoying. We all stare at them, but they are loving it. They're like, oh, I can feel God just worshiping me and I'm, I'm worshiping him and he's his godliness is basking on my skin. They're fucking weird people. And they would always like, I know more about Catholicism than you. And I'm like, you do. Cause you're <laughs> literally <laughs> studying it. You fucking weirdos. They're so annoying. Those are the people who I really feel like should not be allowed in church. I, like, come church, on now. church in general has shaped so annoying. and trauma. I literally, I know w was dramatized, not just by like what they were saying, mm -hmm. During the worship section of the Latino evangelical church, okay, mm -hmm. it, it got crazy. Okay, so music <laughs> would start playing, and then the pastor would start like after the music playing, everyone's worshiping and singing, speaking in tongues or whatever, and then <laughs> the pastor would be start preaching. At like thirty minutes in, he would be like, Rah! like screaming into the mic, preaching stuff out of the Bible and saying all this shit. Like he would be, you know, he'd catch the Holy Ghost or whatever. There would be people freaking out, women, okay, that is freaking scary as a child. jumping around, yes. jumping around and like freaking, and like scary doing weird adult. things. Like I remember this one woman like would pretend to get this like liquid from from the heavens and then like pour it into random people in the like that sitting in the pews' hands. And would they just like open their mouths and they would just put it in their hands? Mm, and the it was. So fucking weird. Okay. So they, she would start doing this and her eyes, she wasn't even the same person. And then like right after like church was done, we would all eat afterwards. And she was just like normal, totally like normal. eating, holding her baby, eating her, holding her baby and shit. And just like acting normal. I'm like, and no one had the conversation. No one was like, oh, they caught the Holy Ghost or whatever. I had to just like figure it out over time. It is weird. It is fucking weird. And I feel like it's kind of gaslighting. Like you're gaslighting kids into like not like this is just fucking normal. But they believe it, you know. I know. Like they really believe it. I, I mean, yes, I think you might technically be right, but I don't I think, think that's the intention. I think they really are trying to share their culture and beliefs and religion, and I just think there's enough facts out there and proof of what hurt it can do yes and so it is their responsibility to not subject their children to like certain parts of religion and whatnot but but they don't 
but they don't. Kids so will they get just involved. Stay in. Kids yeah. get involved and start freaking out and acting like they're. They were parents. probably the ones who weren't freaked out were probably just like Normal so lessons. excited they could like just dance in church. You know, there's like a balance. But what you're describing is weird. Okay, it's weird. This is a TikTok that I found, and okay, this was not a this? TikTok. That it's really quick. It's it, Ilya. I mean, I know we have to wrap this up, but we um, th- this was like when the kids start acting like the adults when they're like. Ah! And they're like freaking oh, out and screaming and crying. And um, this t- TikTok was a flex. It was not like, oh, I saw this in church and it was weird. It was like, look at how great our church is. Oh, I hate Christians. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. They're just so fucking annoying and blonde and I hate them. Oh, this little girl is being this, like. There's one little girl freaking this. out. Okay, and all these adults around her, like putting their hands this above her. This little girl's like sobbing, and people are touching and, her head. And she's like freaking out. She caught the Holy Ghost. And there's this one girl with a yellow shirt. Girl she's gets like, filled with power of God. This is Brazilian. Look, all the women are wearing the skirts. This is just like a room full of adults and children, and the children are just like praising Jesus in a way that it, is clearly just. They're just cult-like. It's mocking a cult-like. their parents. And not it's mocking even. They're just mimicking. mimicking. Excuse me, because it's not a joke. Yeah. And it's... That's, that's spooky. I, that was every single weekend. That's and really spooky. That, and then like do it in the passing out at some point. Oh my God. And they would put blankets over them. And then... What? We would go eat That after. is not the normal reaction to someone passing out. And they would put like just one time, sometimes <gasps> like six ladies in Medical front of the pastor, <laughs> in front of the pastor passed out on the ground with blankets over them. Scary. And it freaked me the hell out. No, that's horrible. I mean, I would just, yeah. Um, I have one nice thing to say before we move into our listener segment. Okay. Because we have made light and a lot of jokes about Christians as they deserve. And you guys, we didn't even get into the Mormons. I can't wait. It's coming. But a lot more research has to be done because we are unfortunately not Mormon. So we don't know about it. Damn. God. Dang, they are so hot and rich. Like all the Mormon influencers, insane. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> really never, crazy. I've never seen a Mormon influence. It is a fucking thing. Like there are Mormon influencers who just like live in Hawaii and they're just like all really skinny, white and blonde and tan. And they're like, I love God. And whoever that other person is, I worship. And they're really John rich. Smith or something. Is it John Smith? Or is like that the name? J- it's like Mike's. So it's, a, it's like a, uh, a we need to do research, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we love the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, girl. I hate them. Um, I had one nice thing to say. I had a priest at my high school who, and this was just him as a person, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was a positive experience with religion. Oh. He would remember before our freshman year, the summer before our freshman year, we were all registered for high school. And this priest would remember our faces and names, all of ours. So when I walked up to school on the first day of my freshman year, the priest goes, hi, Chloe, welcome to... And I was like, are you kidding? And there was only 150 of us. So it wasn't like, you know, thousands of kids. It's 150 per class. But he knew what he was doing. It was really sweet. It just like no one reacts to anything more positively than hearing their name being said. Especially at a young age. Exactly. So if you say, hi, Alex, you're more likely to smile and just react. Like people typically respond positively to hearing their own name. And so for that, for everyone to be so disarmed and like happy when you walk in. And he was a good guy. He actually is the same priest who administered my mom's last rites. He also did her funeral and he was just a wonderful man. There were no scandals, no abuse. (sighs) He was in it for the right reasons. His nieces went to the school. He was just 
sweet and wonderful and as much fucked up shit as there is out there. I just there is I know there light. is a beacon of light and that there's a there are good people who really believe in God and his teachings. And so it's not all bad, but it's mostly bad. <laughs> a lot of it is. Shall we? <sighs> Listener segment, baby. <gasps> Come on now. Let's stop, stop talking, talking about, about us and start talking, talking about, about you. But first, first we're going to talk about us a little bit talk? more. I'm going to talk. I have a funny story. <sighs> I always have okay. a story to relate back to me. We <laughs> put on our stories this week for people to share whether they grew up religious. Are they oh, still yes. religious? Um, what are their experiences? What are weird Things people have said, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Mine is light. Okay. <laughs> the rest of the responses were not light, which is why we're gonna keep it light. We're gonna keep it light with mine. It just sucks. Like this is why we talked about the church, and I didn't have a disclaimer because none of this stuff is excusable. Yeah, so. of course. Anyway, my story is really good. What is it? Do you have a story? <laughs> yes. How the church well, impacted you? Well, I mean, not uh, the church impacted me, but... Um, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Um, if yours is dark, oh, yeah, you I already go told first. You. I, already then... t- I already said in the beginning of the episode where the um, pastor and his wife were cousins, and then his, <laughs> his kid went out and married his cousin. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You did already share that. The cousin love. Yes. And Keep do people family? look down upon that people would talk about it but they're like yeah i'm like there's nah. so many people in the world so many so many and you're Christians. marrying your first cousin strange and then their children did the same yeah isn't that illegal to have like a child mm. with your first cousin like not in brazil not in brazil maybe not i don't know <laughs> this was in brazil well this was here but they were married they got like his his yeah, they were here already when they were married. And then his son went and got married in Brazil, I think, or something. I don't know. Wow. It's <laughs> so very weird. And, like, I don't talk about it much because I'm like, because he also saw my story, so he might listen to this. So I feel kind of bad. But, it, yo, homie, listen, bro. <laughs> it's fucking weird. There were other fish in the sea. There are plenty of Jesus other fish. Jesus literally replicates fish. <laughs> 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 you could have had any of those other fish. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, now, how about yours? Okay, so like I said, as an adult, I question lots within the church, and I and I started That's me to clearing the energy at a young age. I didn't agree with a lot of the social views or many views, but I had the most obnoxious and odd obsession with the musical Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, yes. Are you familiar? I've seen it once. I really did like it. You did like it? Yeah, not the old one, the newer one. Isn't it incredible? Oh, Andrew Lloyd Webber? I don't know. Like the original one? Not the one. It's like from the 70s? Yeah, not that one. You didn't like that one? I didn't see it. I wonder. I saw the newer one. Newer one? Yeah, there was a newer one. Really? Yeah. Well, I have plans tonight. I was obsessed with this musical. Like the way other people were obsessed with Britney Spears and like in sync, <laughs> I was in like Jesus. a tube top and short shorts, like singing the beats and the bops from Jesus Christ, Super- Jesus Christ Superstar. And I would like trap my friends who remember everyone was pay- paid to go to this school. Like these friends were paid for. <laughs> I would trap them in rooms and sing Jesus Christ Superstar. I'd make them watch the show. I also used to make them like 
participate. Like they would have to play different roles. I was always Mary Magdalene or whatever the leading role was. You love being the hoe. I'm just kidding. (laughs) She was sincerely Mary Magdalene is the best thing to ever come out of the Catholic church. She was such a strong, prominent woman, a good friend. She made her own money and her own livelihood. Some books say she was a prostitute. Some don't. I really don't care either way. I loved her then. I love her now. She's the one person I stand with (laughs) in the Catholic church. And I just, as a 13 year old, like shaped you, I was singing the bops. You, the kids bops of <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. I didn't know who the fuck Britney Spears was. Like my mom was weird and therefore so was I. Hell yeah. Is that like a conf- oh, it was a confession. Mm-hmm. We should have called these confessions. That would have been so oh. much oh, what a missed opportunity. Okay, it's the rest right. are all confessions from our listeners. Oh gosh. You want to read one of them? Sure. Okay, yeah. I'll read um I'll just read this one. Um, um oh gosh. The hypocrisy, hypocrisy part, yes. Huh? Hypocrisy. <laughs> the, hypocrisy. We were, uh, the question was, <laughs> um, do you have any memories from growing up religious that have stuck with you? Uh, weird rules, funny stories, hypocrisy you saw, anything. And then our, the answer was hypocrisy part, yes. When I was 20, I, was, I found, I was, found out I was pregnant and a lot of older people at my church were very weird, weird around me, but tried to not act weird but clearly it was obvious. Mm-hmm. This one lady who tended my church asked what I was going to do. Being young and not understanding, I clearly thought she was asking what I was going to do after church, which was a very common thing to ask people at church. So I said I wasn't sure. Looking back, she was asking what my plans were for the pregnancy, myself and my baby. I'm not hurt by the church. I'm just confused by people who attend church They become and they become very judgy. I still love my beliefs and try to pray daily. Mm-hmm. So this is a person that is a religious, uh, yeah. uh, a faith-based person, but mm-hmm. not religious faith-based person, and was very judged by her church well, because sucks. she was pregnant. Yeah, of and twenty and pregnant, it's like of they will. That's very common. Yeah, they she's will. lucky she wasn't younger because you then, either disappear for nine months and show back up at school, or. Oh. Yeah, it's just funny that it's just interesting that there's no teenage birth rates at Catholic schools, but there's certainly plenty at public schools. I wonder if it's because people who can afford private school can afford health care. Oh, that's a good point. Things never apply to the people who when they need them. So, yeah. What's in... You had a really interesting one. (laughs) Interesting is the right word for it. Yeah, so, you know, obviously we kind of... When I was thinking of stories, just when I posted this question, I was thinking about my obsession with Jesus Christ Superstar or like my uncle peeing in the vents at school. So I should have known that most people's experience with religion and really mine too is much darker. So we got a response that said, holy shit. Well, my seventh grade Catholic school teacher told me Jesus wouldn't let you get pregnant when you were raped unless you wanted it that is i don't mean to that's only it's comical because it's so fucked up yeah you were raped and impregnated because jesus wanted you to be and if he and you didn't want you to be raped and have a baby then you wouldn't then you wouldn't have have been but it's jesus's will 
That is so fucked up. And I, that's an I, adult that you yeah, have to trust when to you're a younger. Seventh grader. We were talking about all those stories earlier when I was 13. Yeah. Yeah. She was 13 or 12. That's so fucking dark. It's dark. And I should have known it. I like was like, Jesus Christ, superstar. And this girl's like, yeah. So if you're raped, it's because it was Jesus as well. And yeah. yeah, that's exactly why the church fucking sucks. And we kept it fucking light today. We did. I know. Yeah. yeah. We, have a, we could have gone have, away. Yeah. We have problems keeping it light. This yes. is a challenge. Good We're point, like, you know what? Point. Let's let's attempt to not be the darkest people on the planet. Because it goes, this shit goes deep. We just we the get scandals deep and dark. Go deep. Whatever we want. We talk to like, about it behind the scenes, but just we can't always. But talk yeah, about this everything. is why we talked about it today. Because ultimately, the reason we are so blasé, whatever about this, is because that is the mentality of the church, and it is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Horrifying. Um, I have. Pants and flip-flops today. Okay. <laughs> I will be exploring the metaverse more later today. I We got one other one. Oh, sorry. I thought we were ending. No. I'm like already <laughs> saying goodbye. You're so weird. Sorry. He just has his crotch open and ready for our goodbye segment. Ugh. No, we got a couple, but there was just one other. Because last one. It, yeah, this is the last we'll one. We'll wrap it up. There weren't a ton today because not everyone like had a religious upbringing, but I appreciated those who responded. So someone said, I also went to your high school to me. And to this day, I still test my skirts modesty level by checking if it's fingertip length, Ooh. just the same way I like hide my cleavage. I'm sure like, because we, it was so fucking frowned upon. Like we Whoa. would really be made to feel like dirty sluts who wanted a baby from Jesus. If we wore, <laughs> Our skirt's that, that way. Was, that I said what I said. And then she goes, also, oh I remember hiding from going to chapel in the bathroom until you'd that get was, caught. I'm sorry. I said it. so dark. Mm-hmm. That was good, though. That's Thank you. <laughs> or this girl would stand on the toilet seat when the teacher came in so she wouldn't get caught so she didn't have to go to chapel. Oh. Girl, you are braver than me. I would never have done that. Because oh, if they opened. Wait. Yeah. I have one more story. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Okay, I'm say just going to say it. Say it. Are you ready? Are you ready for <laughs> what's about to yourselves. come? I have had sex in a convent. What's a convent? Where the nuns live and practice their faith. Oh. <laughs> I have had sex on a washing machine at a convent <laughs> while my mom was outside because I was dropping off a backpack to my boyfriend in high school. And I just wanted to share that. (laughs) Amen. 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 I say to you, you better listen. And with that, bitch. Chloe's going to sing uh, Mary Magdalene's part in Jesus Christ Superstar. It has been my lifelong dream to force an audience larger than life to listen to this. Chloe's not a bad singer, actually. This is fuck off. This is my podcast. And we are ending it this way. For Hallelujah. Can we do a, high, a foot amen, high five? Amen. Amen. One more. Amen. Listen, bitch. Follow <laughs> Listen, us bitch. on everything. We is. love you. Goodbye. Thank you, Ilya, our producer. He's amazing and very patient with us. Mwah! He doesn't seem so patient. I know. Don't Bye. Know Bye. How to <laughs> love him. What to do. How to move him. I've been changed. He has really changed. I'm sorry. In these past few days when I've seen myself, I seem like...
like someone else. I don't know how to take this. I don't see why he moves me. He's a man. He's just a man. <laughs> and I've had so many men before in very many ways. He's just one more. She means sex with Jesus. That is what she means. I am done singing. You better listen, bitch. Keep my change. change. But you actually. I, I can. I don't know why I couldn't hit the note. I but you it the actually. First time. Once you get the nasal part out of the way towards the end, there you weren't nasally. You were like, I'm never nasally. I think if you were actually 